<sighs> Hello again and welcome to Volcano Radio. I'm Matt Driscoll. Adam's here. Hi. Steph's here. Hi. We're, we're going to be super excited this we're, episode. We're, we are very oh excited. Gosh. We are very excited to be back on Volcano Radio. Volcano Radio is, after all, the, the weekly podcast of the, of the weekly Volcano alternative newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I am that paper's editor, Matt Driscoll. Um, Adam is here, as I mentioned. He, he covers music. Yeah, I do. Steph, uh, what is your... I don't... I don't booze, have... <laughs> lots of booze, some food. Yeah. Man uh, on the street. I'm pretty much useless. Oh. Aww. Aww. <laughs> so we're here, and um, this is our... Uh, 19th episode. 19th episode. Mm-hmm. He's like a podcast rain man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What was that episode where we... Uh, well, that was episode number six. <laughs> uh, you know, Adam doesn't have a lot other than the podcast going. That's true. Oh. So it's yeah. kind of, okay. you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a big deal to I him. find that hard to believe. I'm a, I'm a shut-in, some people would call it. Um, you are pretty socially... Um, a hoarder. Hoarder. Um, <laughs> Pedophile? Oh, no. Well, oh, Come it's on. been years. I didn't Cross the line. I didn't God, this oh. is out of... Uh, oh, I was going to say out of taste. It That's would. not how that... No, it's goes. not in good taste. Not um, in good taste. No, um, but it's, uh, you know, as I say every week, it's a big episode. It's mm-hmm. a big episode this week. Why is it so big? Oh, this is... Oh, jeez. You're going to... I don't... Do you want me to say it? Yeah, could you say it? It makes me feel weird. Why does he get to say it? Steph, 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 do you want to say it? No, you go ahead. Say it at the same time? I don't remember. All right, right, let's count three. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Matt's leaving the show. Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know what he was going to (laughs) say. Oh, Matt is leaving the show. Yeah. And the paper. Yeah. Yeah, just... just, Get the fuck out. I am, I'm, yeah, I'm leaving. Fucking sell out. I am selling out. Yuppie scum. I have have officially... (laughs) (laughs) Your four eyes. Oh. This is not really about you leaving anymore. No. This is just my issues. Yep. Yep. I'm leaving. It's official. Uh, I'm going to the the Seattle Weekly. Uh, What what do they have for you there that we don't have here, Matt? Oh. I don't think he wants to answer that. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) awkward putting me on the spot like that. Let's not talk about that. uh, Yeah. But uh, so I'm leaving. It's, you know, it's been a good run here at the Volcano. How long has it been? My first, uh, the first episode I, or the first issue that I, that I uh, contributed for was the hundredth issue. Wow. And I believe we're, we're at like 540 something. So that that was circa 2003. Mm. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. It was, it was an interview with Hell's Bells, like the first incarnation of, of, of Hell's Bells. I was uh, 2003. Yeah. Everyone was seeing Whale Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, American Pie. American. Well, was that my no. Soul Patch was only two years or three years old at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steph's just looking at me like that. Was, <laughs> this, yeah. um, r- rest in peace, my Soul Patch. Hell's Bells. Um, yeah, that Hell's was your Bells. First ever piece for well for the volcano because I had written for the Tacoma Reporter um, mm. prior to that, which had uh, went out of business a few months prior to my uh, joining on at the volcano. Do you ever go and look at the the first thing you wrote for the volcano? You know, I. It's God, pretty scary to do that. It's been it a, is. I, yeah. I, yeah, I. You know, I'll, from time to time, I'll look back on you know old stuff that not specifically the first. Uh, uh, article but uh, you know look back yeah mm-hmm. never impressed it's with like old it's stuff. like hearing your voice we were talking about hearing your voice on the radio going back and reading something you wrote a long time ago yeah. you just you just want to be like oh god why did i say that <laughs> yeah why did i ever yeah say that why did i even get up uh, every morning uh a lot of that <laughs> why yeah do i continue living? no it's i mean it's been a wild i mean well wild maybe not the adjective pretty wild <laughs> it's been a it's been a long uh interesting ride i you know i don't i think something like this can only really you've grown a lot with the paper the mm-hmm. paper's grown a lot since you've been a part of it and i think yeah that's actually that's mm-hmm. exactly what i'm getting at. i mean i don't think this would have been possible uh, you know other than a place like tacoma or similar to it you know where you can kind of uh learn and grow with the paper you know right. in a mm-hmm. place like seattle you kind of at 100 episodes i was still a fledgling paper hundred you know? yeah we were and you were a fledgling mat i was uh, just a mere 23 years old uh, mm-hmm. um yeah but so, anyways, uh, and then I've I've been full time since two thousand eight. So I've been doing the editor thing for for four years now. So that's uh, also been a long ride. It feels like much longer than four years. Exhausting, say. right? Yeah, I, it, it feels dealing like with all of us. Than four years. It's been four years. Four years since wow. we. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Well, three three technically like probably. Well, let's see. No, February two thousand eight. 
So February of uh, of, of 2012. There have been, been a lot of years? changes. There have. It's over been the years. it's been a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Your voice it dropped. Really has. Um, yeah, I, I went through that. He uh, finally got chest hair. Yeah, you shaved a the aforementioned yeah. uh, soul lot patch. I noticed. That. That. I did in yeah. uh, 2000 late 2011. Mm-hmm. I actually You're al- so 2008. I <laughs> I uh, <laughs> almost had my soul patch for my entire entire string of Tacoma Tacoma journalism. But yeah. uh, what I made you cut it off? Uh, what made me cut it off? This uh, is a metaphor for you going to the Seattle Weekly. Why did you lose the soul patch? It is. <laughs> yeah. uh, I lost the soul patch uh, because it was time. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. time, you know? Mm-hmm. Some things, sometimes things run their course. I remember one time uh, Ron Swarner saw a picture of... Um, I was looking through a magazine, and he... Does he still have his soul patch? Ron does still have his soul patch. Well, this was a couple years ago. He was looking through a magazine and saw Billy Ray Cyrus with one, and he (laughs) said, oh, no, it's going off. I'm cutting it off. That's it. I'm done. He still has it. No, he has fluctuated a couple times, uh, but yeah, he's been been soul soul patch and proud here for a while. It would be nice of him to remember that when he listens to this. Yeah. (laughs) That is is helpful when you see someone set a bad example for something that you do, you know? (laughs) It's It's like when I... I st- stopped wearing fedoras. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like, ugh, I've now seen a hundred assholes wear a fedora. Probably time to hang it up. Quite a... Uh, and they're all on feed to coma. You, yeah. looked, you looked stunning in your fedora. Don't let anybody ever tell you different. You know what? I'm not going to hide my light under a bushel anymore. I can't do it. No. I can't you do look, it. You're, you're, That's scripture. You can pull off hat. I can what? pull off hat. <laughs> I love hat. Uh, so so. Anyways, um, th- this makes the, the, you know my departure. We're kind of this. Th- it makes it kind of because volcano radio is going to continue on in folks. some some form or another. We're not. It's this is kind of like the end of season one, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. It's going to continue. It's kind of like a cliffhanger. We're not exactly sure what season two is going to bring mm-hmm. or what form it will take. I uh, think we're getting a new mat, so it's going to be like Bewitched, yeah. where there's the old Darren and the new Darren. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Could could go like that. Yeah, we're just not even going to mention it. No, this will be yeah. well. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. And, and our love child that we've all three had together will have grown ten years <laughs> over one season. <laughs> yeah, gotten suspiciously yeah. tall. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're yeah they're killing me off or uh, you know bringing in a new mat. Uh, not not sure. Uh, Adam's going to continue to drink beer. I will. That was uh, th- that's something that won't change. <laughs> Uh, so that, that that's 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 the gist of that, and we, so we've got in 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 honor of that, we've kind of got a uh, a best of episode. It's a, it's a of classic sorts. clip show, right? Well, actually, let's let's be truthful. What this is is I'm kind of short timing it. You know, I'm on my I'm on my way out the door, and I just didn't want to plan any shit for this week. Yeah. So I was just like, Wonder Boy, look up some old old stuff we've done. Put it together. Your eyes are so fucking dead and lifeless. And yeah. Just like <laughs> I'm no barely, spark. barely spark even here right now. <laughs> yeah. Barely yeah. even here. He's got some sweet kicks on though. I do. You, oh, like, yeah. you like these? Yeah, kind they of. They're uh Are they glow in the dark? Strongly yellow. There's a lot of yellow involved with it. I think I like them because I look at them uh, from the top where you don't see all the yellow. Oh, Did you God. match your sweater to your shoes today? Well, they do match. Oh! They do kind of match. <laughs> Steph oh. is so excited. I know, right? That's exciting. Um, thank you, Steph. Um, Adam, you got some music. I do. Um, uh, this first song is uh, one of the bands that we're covering in the paper this week. It's the Cave Singers with Haystacks. So let's play some music and then we'll come back with some best of Some remembrances. Yeah. yeah. Holding, see the past holding me. 
on Volcano Radio, uh, the, the cl- big cliffhanger, end of season one, finale, two hour, f- except one hour finale. I might be pregnant. We're going to leave the yeah. end of the uh, season with don't, don't tip it. Could be. He's glowing. He is. I always have a, a glow. Yeah. A shimmer, really. <laughs> I'm a vampire from Twilight. I glitter in the sun. Oh, who might be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of vampires, though, or, or, or things, that, <laughs> things that the kids are into, uh, that, that Hunger Games movie comes out this week. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it, but nope. uh, no. we've got a re- review about it in the right. paper. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, they finally let you see a good movie. 
No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Well, you don't even go to movies for us anymore. They do you? they did invite me, but I didn't go. Just yeah, you were it's going up to Seattle. So how'd you review thing. it? You just said he didn't. I Ebert think Ebert did. Oh, it. Ebert oh okay, did gotcha. It. Yeah. I get confused for Roger Ebert a lot, though. Yeah. So that's a, that's an easy mistake. It's the thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> my trademarked thumbs. <laughs> Uh, end of season one uh, cliffhanger episode Cl- classic 19 episode season what did we uh, what did we decide here actually this is uh, this could be like the uh, you know one of those things where they start the series like in the middle of the season and they only have mm. like six episodes that first year but then it comes back strong the second episode the second season all of Breaking Bad yeah maybe maybe that's what you guys can do yeah me. we're gonna get into meth that's what you're talking about right right or yeah. getting, getting big into meth and um, just the show blowing up I love that show yeah it's a great show uh april oh no i think in the summer i think in the summer it's not really important to this show though no it's not very important Uh, are we recording a podcast i think we might be uh hey we just heard a song yeah would you like to hear about it yeah sure oh it's a punks on mars with she's a glitter punk Mm, so glad i don't have to deal with that anymore Ah. With you not wanting to credit the the artist that <laughs> no, we have you on know there. you always just remind. You know what? That was always your problem. <laughs> that was. It's one of my problems. One of my problems. Um. So, what, did we decide we're what? We're locked in an elevator or on a raft for this episode? <laughs> I think that we're in a burning building. In a burning building. Yeah, and we're reminiscing about all the great times we've had on Volcano. Radio. Right. Right. Can we, Sound good to you, Steph? Would, sure. Would you like to remember one of them? Yeah. Let's do, let's look back and kind of it gets it gets you know foggy around the around the camera you know what occurs to me that first episode the first episode i remember the first episode i remember it vaguely too. i remember i remember uh, pierce county prosecutor mark lindquist came it in. sounded oh, he did i think it sounded something like like this pierce county prosecutor mark lindquist is joining us he was uh he was in the green room he has now made his his way to the studio and we are uh we're going to pepper him with questions. It's the very first guest on Volcano Radio. Mark, thanks for uh, thanks for coming in. Well, thanks. I'm honored to be the very first guest on Volcano Radio, even though I think I'm the only person in the studio without a beer. Uh, we offered you a beer for the record, Mark, and you you said you said I will have a beer afterward. Fair enough. Yes. So. Uh and thanks, thanks for outing me on the yeah. I'm sorry. Question. I should yeah. That was gotcha uh, question. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you've you've got a book and wine. First of all, I just texted you out of the blue, ask if you wanted to come on the show. You were you were cordial enough to, to come in, and I, I really appreciate that. You know, I was uh, trying to pull out the big guns for our first show here, and uh, you know, you were probably the uh, the biggest name in my uh, in my iPhone Rolodex. Certainly the biggest fan of the volcano. Yeah, yeah, which which we appreciate. Uh, you know, and I wanted to bring you in and ask you, you know, um, the really important questions like how you're dealing with the breakup of REM. Uh, about writing, about, uh, you know, all, all, all the important stuff you do. But let's start, you know, just in case there's a listener out there who doesn't know the succinct story of Mark Lindquist, author, Pierce County prosecutor, what's the deal with you? Started as a writer back in the 80s, worked in Los Angeles for a few years, decided it was time for a change, went to law school, became a deputy prosecutor in 95, became chief criminal deputy few years later, became elected prosecutor in 2009 when I was appointed in a unanimous bipartisan appointment, I like to mention. Yeah. And then just last year, I won the election pretty handily for a four-year term. Absolutely. All of that is true. Although I, I got to say, I feel like you're shortchanging the, uh, the writing part of it a little bit. Well, we can go, we can go back to the eighties and revisit those yeah. days. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Uh, I mean, how, how does, uh, let, compare, I mean, you're, you're entrenched in politics at this point. Compare Hollywood and politics. I mean, you've, you've, you've dabbled in both now at this point. Have you seen the movie The Candidate with Robert Redford? I have, but it was a long time ago. Well, it covers a lot of the similarities between Hollywood and politics, and really Hollywood and politics and life, for that matter. Um, all, all the same thing to one degree or another. I think politics and Hollywood are just kind of an extreme form of life. They're all about uh, relationships and communication. And those, of course, are the same things most jobs are about. Most jobs. Not jobs at the volcano. It's mainly about, like, drinking and listening to music. But, yeah. Occasionally, you have to communicate. Communication does come into it. Um, you know, in addition, you, you've uh, four novels now, Mark? Is that, is that correct? Is that correct in the research? One, two, three. Yes, four. Yeah, four novels. But in a, the reason I ask is, um, in addition to novels, uh, you did screenwriting in L.A., too. So, I mean, you're not... Uh, You've uh, you've done a little bit of of all of it, correct? I did a lot of script doctor work for the major studios back then. I also did 
magazine pieces for details, movie line, a lot of other magazines, did book reviews for the New York Times, Los Angeles Times, Seattle Times, uh, The Oregonian, yeah, and some other papers as well. So I did a lot of writing of a a lot of different varieties. Now, when you moved to LA, what were what was the goal? I mean, what were you hoping to get into? Obviously, writing, but was it screenwriting specifically, or was it? No, it was not screenwriting. Actually, I was working as a novelist, uh, but I found that a good way to finance your career as a novelist is to do some screenwriting on the side, and yeah. then the side job starts to take up more and more of your time, as many novelists in Los Angeles have learned. But that was never my main goal as a writer. But I will say that my experience doing the script doctor work for the studios really was a crash course in storytelling skills. And those same storytelling skills have suited me well uh, as a novelist, as a magazine writer, and as a lawyer. Oh my God, Mark. It's like it's like you read my mind because my, my next question here is literally talk about some of the similarities between writing and lawyering slash prosecuting. Yeah, I snuck over there and saw your notes yeah, was, ahead of time. Um, well, we'll start right there with the, uh, the storytelling. People understand the world in stories rather than in facts and lawyers who lose sight of that and just get up in front of a jury and start reciting facts you know quickly turn the jurors into zombies uh, so it's one of the things that we emphasize in our office is it's important to get out there and tell the jury what happened in narrative form and the skills that i learned again as a writer and particularly that i learned from some of those hollywood executives you know there are these stories about hollywood as being full of you know just these crass philistines that don't know about anything except money but the reality is uh, people in hollywood do understand how to tell a story do understand how to communicate with the public you know their livelihood depends upon those skills and of course so do a so do a lawyers Absolutely. Now, no doubt, uh, I mean, you mentioned the, the skills you picked up along the way, and I'm sure there are you know, tons of skills you picked up along the way, but some of it was probably just, you know, things you were born with. I mean, how, your ability to communicate, is that, I mean, is that something you've always excelled at, or have you actually really worked on storytelling and, and writing? And I mean, obviously, you've worked on writing. That's kind of a dumb question. But Dumb question, you, Matt. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> thank you, Adam. You can start... Uh, I think anything with some natural skills, but if you don't work at those skills and develop them, you're not going to be able to make a living at it. Right. Um, and I probably did start uh, long ago as someone who valued communication and could do it fairly well, but I also made a point of really studying it and working at it and practicing yeah. at it. And I'd done that in both forms, both as a writer and in the oral form. You know, as a prosecutor, I find myself out speaking to community groups three, four nights a week. My voice gets a little raspy yeah. at times. Um, but every one of those, to me, is an opportunity to kind of hone my communication skills. Absolutely. Brett, I think you had a question, right? Um, yeah, I do have a question. Yeah, and let, let me know if this sounds like a gotcha question. But I, I'm pretty familiar with the literary brat pack who you hung around with in the 80s. And they were known, at least a couple of their books were known for excess Excess, yes. Uh, yes. Metaphorical yes. excess, <laughs> excess rather, yeah. And I'm wondering now, as a prosecutor, how you look back on those times of excess and maybe some different drugs that not you were a part of necessarily, but were around. Way to dance around that, Brett. Indeed. Yeah, the, the old William Blake quote was very popular in those circles in that era. You know, the road of excess leads to the palace of wisdom. I, and I think <laughs> that uh, tends to be the purview of youth, though, uh, in in your youth, you are exploring, and there may be some excess involved in that exploring. And then, as you get older, you hopefully get wiser, and you find a little more zen, a little more moderation in your life. I will say this though about the Brat Pack and the novels and the magazine articles: uh, much of it was exaggerated yeah. uh, for effect, for a good story. Mm -hmm. I always think of the line from Heather's great movie from the 80s, sometimes you have to be extreme to make an impression. Mm -hmm. And that was the motto of Brett Easton Ellis, who was a popular author from that era, and the motto of many of the people who were writing about Brett Easton Ellis at that time. So when you say found Zen, you went to law school. <laughs> I went to law school and I found Zen, but two completely different <laughs> endeavors, yes. Now, I, I think probably what is one of the more amazing things to me is the fact that you still balance both. I mean, it seems to me that being Pierce County prosecutor probably takes up a good chunk of your time, yet you're currently working on the follow-up to King of Methlam, correct? 
I don't watch television, yeah. and I've found that that opens up some extra hours in my life. But yeah, being the elected prosecutor has become enormously time-consuming. Being a deputy prosecutor was time-consuming enough, uh, but it's now pretty much a seven-day-a-week job, pretty much 10 hours a day. So I'm lucky to find a couple hours a day, two, three times a week to get some writing done. Uh, but as I tell people, if you can write a page a day over a year, you've got a novel at the end of the year. It's not a good novel, but it's a first draft of a novel. And so I just, when I can, I sit down and write. I still love doing it. It's a change of pace um, that I not only enjoy, but sometimes actually think I need for my, for my zen, as we were talking about. And the pages add up. I'm a little over 100 pages into the sequel, The King of Methlehem. Yeah, and so it is, it's actually a sequel for, for people who haven't, haven't heard yet. You are, how did you end up doing a sequel? Wyatt James will be back. Yeah. I, I cannot bring back Mike Lawson since I made the uh, mistake of killing him. Yeah, off that was I, that was fateful. I, I you didn't you didn't see the the follow up coming at that point. I take yeah, it. Yeah, you're so immersed in the yeah. one novel. Yeah. yeah, it was dramatic, but yeah, it, it foils the follow up. But so, uh, why the follow up? And is that does that present uh, uh, challenges or, or you know have you, you have you ever worked on a, on a follow up piece like that? No, this is the first time in. It does present challenges, but it also saves some time in some ways. That is, I'm starting a book with a character who's already fully drawn and that I know well, Wyatt James, and I'm replacing Mike Lawson with a remarkably similar prosecutor character that I'm not having to spend a whole lot of time to draw. Um, and some of the old characters will be back. Suki, Wyatt's girlfriend, will be reappearing, and there will be some new characters that I've had to draw recently as well. Very nice, very nice. Well, because sadly we are running down on time. Let's get to the, the nuts and bolts of the, the wine and uh, book signing auction at King's on Thursday night, which is actually ongoing as you were listening to this right now, correct? So I'm right on stage now auctioning off books probably. Yeah, as, yes, as we speak. What, what, what do you got planned? Well, Just here's so people the plan. Know we are having what they are missing. Yeah, it's a fundraiser King's Books that I would have told you about before, but it's too late. It's right. happening now. We have by now auctioned off books by Garth Stein, who's a local bestseller, wrote The Art of Racing in the Rain, Molly Ringwald, actress, uh, Anne Rule, true, tr true crime writer, and I expect we'll probably be auctioning off a couple copies of The King of Methlehem. And if it's 8 o'clock, we're probably still there, and if you sneak in the door late, you can probably get a beer or a glass of wine and a signed copy the King of Methline. And the money raised goes to? People for Prosecutor Mark Lindquist. Yeah. Campaign War Chest Fund. Absolutely. It's our annual signature event. If you miss it this year, we'll have it next year. Same place, King's Books. The second annual this year, right? It went yes. over so well last year that you, you did it again. Go back to success, I said. Absolutely. Well, we are running low on time, but I, I got to get your thoughts on REM. I mean, I know you're, you're a huge fan, personal friend of, of, of Peter's, Peter Buck. And, you, ta uh, you time this well, because I've actually come out of mourning over this. Uh, yeah. And I think the real question with REM is not so much, why did they break up, but how did they stay together as long as they did? And I think they should be applauded for their 30 years of contribution to the arts. I think music is the greatest of the arts, and REM was one of the greatest of the bands. Yeah. Have, uh, not fair to pop, pop this on you, Dan, but have you spoken to Peter at all? I mean, was there... We we were talking a little bit about this, um, and you know, again, I don't have a quick answer. Peter doesn't have a quick right. answer, but I can tell you that uh, he'd been in the record business a long, long, long time and doesn't mind being out of the record business. Yeah. Well, Mark, uh, I appreciate you coming in, being on the first, very first issue or very first uh, edition of Volcano Radio. It's uh, too kind of you. We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here, but uh, you've played along nicely, and we appreciate it. I thought that was cool. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Stolen clothes, we'll see time with lies and a bold denial. The strings of the things are getting tangled. The wildest.
am back on Volcano Radio. That was so much fun. It was fun looking back. Woo! We've had some times, Adam. We have. Steph, we've had some times. Oh, Steph's oh, yeah. texting. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, don't, 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 don't let us. Excuse me. I'm texting. <laughs> don't yeah. let us disturb you. Actually. little footnote to that uh, Mark Lindquist remembrance. Uh, he drank my whiskey. He did. I mm. remember that. Not all of it. Don't but you still have the bottle? Some of it. Don't you sleep with it under your pillow? Yeah. Well, he's. I'd never washed it. Yeah, he sleeps with an empty bottle of whiskey under his pillow. It's not always the same <laughs> empty bottle of whiskey. It's yeah. This has Lindquist back. Uh, how, how does it keep winding up there? Did we hear some music, Adam? We did. We heard uh, the back pockets with "Leave Me Alone." They're one of the bands playing at uh, uh, Squeak and Squawk this mm, year. Mm. FYI, yes, which you're booking. Yes, just so people know what's up in mm-hmm. case you're wondering why you're constantly hyping it. Yeah. Um. So we continue on on the on the end of season one, uh, reminiscing uh, burning building episode yeah. here. We're still trapped um it is hot in here we're still looking back on uh the good times we've had you know what i thought was fun that time that we spoke with uh, spencer kelly oh my god that was fun Let's and we made of- we made all those masturbation jokes yeah we Steph, did you would love that i don't know if you were here for that but we, ma- we made a lot of masturbation jokes nice. so let's, let's think I about hear it. that yeah I, w- I would like to think about that in the studio is uh, a vagrant who wandered in off the streets mr spencer kelly <clears throat> Leads. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. Give it started, up. Started his own class. That's right. Give it up. <laughs> um, That's right. Thank you. He is the lead singer of uh, Basement. You may also know him from a band from a few back, few, 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 a few years back called Wallpaper. And uh, now here he is solo. Uh, and he's about to blow the fuck out of our minds. Also, he's responsible for our kick-ass new intro music. That's true. Him, Which, him, and uh, Kyle Brunette, who Kyle Brunette uh, recorded mixed, and mixed mastered, it. recorded it, which you could call engineering. And he also helped with some creepy backup vocals in the end, along with Kenan. He's a, he's a wunderkind. Yeah. I don't know what Kenan's He's last wonderful. name is. He's uh, wonderful. Yeah, is it Kenan Thompson? I don't know. Kenan, yeah. You know Kenan. He wears black. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Everything he says is quotable. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to have you play a song, Spencer. Uh, what, what, what are we, we going to hear? Uh, we're going to hear a song that will be uh, featured on one of my solo albums to come uh, called Holy Grail of Broken Hearts. I thought it was Knock You Off Your Dick Horse. Oh, no, that's that was the title of the next solo album. Okay. Um, this is Working just a song title. off Working of title. Knock You Off Your Dick Horse. <laughs> Instead of High Horse, it's like a guy who's just a dick. Yeah. Right. It's so much better to be freed from like the shackles of the Urban Grace podcast we did. That's some true, time ago, which, which, we, which we don't talk about. Yeah, okay. But you recorded in the echo chamber. <laughs> yeah, there, I like that. I in a stairwell with children laughing in the background. Yep. Which was... we'll never be able to replicate. No, no. You guys could laugh. Uh, Thank you. Oof. Really Ooh, fucking patron. Really good men on the uh. ones and twos. All right, should I should I do this? I say go for it. Oh, I like to Unless you're scared, to, uh, Wonder Boy. I don't I don't get scared, Adam. That's for you um, get even. That's for Art Alex. No, Zekis. I don't get even. Oh. Yeah, I get Everclear. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is actually my fourth album. I, I get will Everclear. knock you off your dick horse. <laughs> All right, here. You go. All right. Here we go. It's, it's actually like a sappier song. Okay. <coughs> That's how I start every song. Spencer Kelly. Here we go. Volcano Radio. Volcano Radio. All right. Again, search was waged, and wars were fought to find what you have got. No stone was left unturned, and the workers moaned. As the drug, the fine tooth comb. I wasn't looking for it. Your magnet eyes stuck to me like darts. Said that. 
found peace And I tore it apart To find the holy grail of broken hearts To find the holy grail of broken Crusades raged outside And wives did weep But dreamt in a poppy fostered sleep When darkness fell Spencer Kelly. That was fantastic. Thank Thanks you. for doing that. You're welcome. Nice job with the uh nice job with behind the controls there, Wonder Boy. I uh, didn't even I didn't even I couldn't tell. That's how good you are, Wonder Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you so much, Spencer. You're welcome. That was really I can't, nice. I can't help but talk like And that was off right that was off your uh your solo record Someday to be released. Knock him off his dick horse. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It actually won't be called that. It oh. will be called complicated man and the one before that i'm recording two albums really side by and side yeah or at the back. same time to be released one on top of the other yeah i like what you're saying mm-hmm. um but they will be uh yeah first one will be called faith and facts second one will be called complicated man and that will be off complicated man now uh what is the inspiration for these albums that you're working on Hmm. Are these just like a backlog of uh, uh, songs that you've been kind of collecting, or are you mm. writing them specifically for this uh, solo thing? Mm. Um, well, at first, I just kind of started writing um, songs. Like usually, I always wrote it with a band, like Wallpaper. We just wrote it on the spot, basement. We just wrote it on the spot. Get stoned, drink coffee, whatever yeah. comes out comes yeah. out. And then I was like, Hey, what if I just did it with me and I did it, and then I decided to write some songs too, and um, that's a masturbation joke. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, hit, hit a little Matt close, to, hit a little, little close to home. Over yeah, here. I think I was, we're all feeling. That yeah, well, so we're all we're, masturbating right now. It yeah, be pointed. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer just has that effect on people. Yeah, yeah. So um, finished. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm done. But I, I just started writing songs, and and with a little more focus on lyrics and took a little more time with them than just whatever I shit out stoned. Um, and, and they're a little, they're a lot more personal and yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was wondering with basement, it's hard to tell if any of it is coming from your actual life, you know, some of it is some of it. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not like, it's not like plastic on a band or something. It's just kind of dumb garage. Rock, right. So, Oh, is there going to be some screaming on your, your album? There won't be. It'll be... Some, like, ma- you're really letting it out. 
No, not like plastic Ono band, like John's, you know. No, I will be, it'll be, it's pretty much a singing. As okay. singing as I've ever done, you know. There will be no garage rocking. I'm trying to rock. I keep countrying and stuff like that mm. when I try to. I don't know. There's a couple of rock songs. It's more about the lyrics and stuff, so. Okay. We'll see. Well, we'll look forward to that. Any? Are you still, like, uh, writing this stuff, or have you started recording? Yeah, I have a lot of it recorded. Okay. I'd say I have about half of both albums recorded, and still, it's hard. I just got, I got to find all the musicians, and it's just kind of a big ordeal to do. So it's it's taking time, and I want to do it right. So if I want a string player, I got to hunt them down, mm-hmm. see if they'll do it for free. Is that whatever. is that how they like to be approached? That you hunt them down? Yeah, I don't think they like it, but you know, once I got them, you know, once I've wounded them, right. they um, are pretty open to my suggestions. They get so. pretty docile. I find you know. traps as well. You know, like yeah. bear traps, or you know, or that like were, some leaves over a pit. That's right. more like horn horn players, like oh, strings. They're, they're, you you know. have to track them, and they're ornery. You know, yeah, definitely ornery. All of them. All of them. Is it is it pronounced ornery or ornery? Ornery depends where you are. I like the I like the way it sounded when you said ornery. Ornery. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's oh. a proper way to say it. Like on English. I, I say that. nothing. That's, that's not proper. Yeah. I know. You're a proper man. Ornery. Pro- we say proper. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's, uh, no, it's okay. Sorry. You're you know you don't know better. I don't. Me You're a musician. I ain't got Come no on. smarts, but my <laughs> guitar strings and the whatnot right. involved with it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, I think on that note, Matt, would you like to go to a pre-recorded song? Oh yeah, we could do that. I mean, I'm having you know, the, the I I thought you know I know I'm not supposed to mention the W word, mm-hmm. but I felt like that was awfully witty. Oh, you thanks. Know, what, what just you, happened? Have there. you have you been picking up on the sexual tension? Uh, Is it palpable? Oh yeah, you can. Cut, I think that's cut it with what, a knife in here. Gets Adam going. You know, it's true. And did you just finish, by the way, Adam? I'm well. I'm still. Give me a second. He's still messing around with nice. it. It's the booze. I'm telling you. Yeah, makes it makes it difficult. Knock you up your whiskey dick horse. <laughs> ah, that sucked. <laughs>
get out, get active, get involved. The Weekly Volcano has everything you need to get started. Next time you're searching for something fun to do, turn to the Weekly Volcano's comprehensive arts and entertainment calendar or the Volcano's exhaustive South Sound live local music listings. Both available every Thursday in print and online at weeklyvolcano.com. Everyone is doing it, and now you can too. You know what I'm going to get tired of saying? What? And we're back on Volcano Radio. Adam, what did we just hear? We just heard uh, She's a Babe by Hausu. <clears throat> Woo! We're moving right along here on our uh, end of season one reminisce episode. Do you want to reminisce about that time that we reminisced with Brett over the phone? Is that like a reminiscing squared? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do want to do that. It's like a Mobius strip. Ooh, because uh, Brett, if you don't, just a little bit of backstory. Brett was with us in the very first episode of Volcano mm-hmm. Radio, and then he disappeared. Uh, and about episode six, we caught up with him. Yeah, to yeah. reminisce with him. To reminisce. Let's reminisce about that. Absolutely, let's do. Give it a shot. All right, let's do. Yeah, bro, what up? It's time for fucking a real journalist, dude. All right, let's 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 hope he answers. It's ringing. If he doesn't answer, it's going to be awkward. Don't think negatively. <clears throat> hmm. He probably doesn't recognize the number. He's totally going to screen it. Do we leave a voicemail? Brett! Brett! Is this Brett? Is this Brett? Brett? This is Brett. Brett, this is Matt and Adam from the podcast. Hey, Brett. Oh, what are you guys doing? We're making a podcast. Yeah. You're making a podcast right now? Yeah, what are you doing? I'm uh, sitting down to dinner. Are you sitting there? I thought you would probably be doing something uh, real, like, like uh, you know, doing something journalisty with your with your new work and all. But, we, you know, we just missed you so. We were just feeling like there's something on the podcast missing. We thought we'd, we would call you um, awkwardly out of the blue yeah. and uh, just really surprise you with a phone call while making a podcast. So uh, any reaction to that? Um, I'm a little surprised. I wish my beer was here already. I'm at the, uh, I'm getting a pizza at a pizza joint. And actually, the paper comes out tomorrow, so it's been a busy day, and I uh, didn't expect to hear from you. Yeah, no, well, how are you doing? How, how's, how's life out in Port Orchard tr- treating you? It's good. A uh, little hesitancy slowly. there. A little hesitancy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You miss um, us, don't you? I do, I do. I miss the bar scene more than you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, we we miss you too. We were just talking about the void. Uh, this is our sixth podcast now. Can you believe that? It's already been uh, six whole podcasts. How's it been going? To tell you the truth, I haven't listened to them. Of course uh, you haven't. No, I haven't. I, was on. I haven't heard it at all either. I don't. I can't tell you how it is. Adam, do you listen to this thing? I listen all the time. You sons of bitches. <laughs> how we been doing, Adam? Has it been? Uh, been all right it's up and down it's up and down <laughs> hit or miss maso yeah. manos mostly down since brett left yeah there's true mostly uh, down indeed yeah uh, wait, I, have a, I have a question for adam yes adam you remember the first podcast when um mark linquist county prosecutor came in yes and and he left he went to grab a beer and he left the refrigerator door open and you and I were the only ones who saw that happen, and but we were too intimidated by tall, six foot six county prosecutor Mark Linquist, and we both kind of looked at each other like, should we say something to the guy? And then like the time had passed. Yeah. By oh man, that was a. That was <laughs> I do. I, I think about that every night. Oh man, the memories that we have of that. For you know, it's funny you should bring up uh, the first podcast because. Uh, I actually I had Wonder Boy put something together that we were hoping to share with you. That's kind of, it's kind of a look back at your time on the podcast. Uh oh. Yeah. So let's let's cue that up, Wonder Boy. The oh, main God. voyage of Volcano Radio. Skater stonery bro. <laughs> How was her accent to you? Was it oh, sultry? <laughs> Start with the music and then go to the drinks. The Rainiers come with those caps. They have like little yeah. puzzles on them. <laughs> People don't like to talk to me. I oh, I'd give him a six. I think he got taken for a ride, Brad. To be honest. Ooh. God makes rain and rain makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my baby. 
calls me cute coming up and the saving grace. Do you really enough? want people to hear that? And you're cute too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you kind of let her on. <laughs> no. This is Ode to That Guy in the Mall by Kristen Kendall. Brett, your thoughts? A plus. Oh, oh man. so good. That was a that was a walk down memory lane. All Brett. those memories. Mm. Am I, do I really sound that nasally? <laughs> is that is that my deal? Is no. that like am I that guy? Uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you know, we'll, I guess, let you get back to your dinner, Brett, but we, we, I guess, just wanted to call and say we love you, and we missed you. We love you, Brett. I love you guys, too. I'm trying to uh, get down there. I've made, I mean, I, I came to dinner tonight instead of went to the podcast, but I, I made it a priority. I'm going to make it a priority to do yeah. bring that nasally voice back into the studio. Well, we'll, we'll believe that when we see it, but we appreciate the gesture, <laughs> yes. nonetheless. Well, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. And, uh, wait, who are you interviewing tonight? You, you. We, we've got. Me? Yeah. Did you? We've got. We've got all these new voice. Wonder Boy, play the new voicer we've got for for this special segment. Can you hang on for a second, Brett? Yeah. Yeah, bro. What up? It's time for fucking a real journalist, dude. Yeah. You like that? See, we had this. We had the class at Bates make a whole bunch, of, a bunch of voicers for us. So we had to call you. That's our, yeah. that's the whole. That's a, we just basically packaged fifty five minutes around this whole interview. Yeah, and that's this week's show. <laughs> well, um, so the ideas. Yeah, yeah. we're really uh, the ideas are uh, really flowing for us here, as you can tell. Since we don't miss you at <laughs> all. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> anywho, Brett. Uh, we, you know, I hope I hope life is treating you well, and we will talk soon. I'm sure. And uh, thanks for thanks for being on the show this evening. Yeah, yeah, call me anytime, guys. Yeah, All next right. time maybe he'll call you off the air, but no no promises. <laughs> well, yes. All right, I'll All talk right. to you later. Later. All right, bye, Brett. <laughs> bye. And that about does it. Jeez. Wow. 
It's been that was a lot of reminiscing. Look, I'm I'm tired. Look, yeah, yeah. Look, it has been a wild ride. This is what our nineteenth episode. Did we decide or nineteenth? Yeah, wow. 19th, well, yeah. It, guys, I can honestly say it's been a pleasure sharing these nineteen. Are episodes you really? With you. Yeah. Really? Can you say that? Really? I can. Uh, Steph, I mean, let's be honest. You were only here for about fourteen of them, <laughs> but um, that's a if that, yeah, that's, majority. that's pretty generous. It was. I, yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for for you know joining me on this. Uh, adventure we've had this poor audio uh, adventure um we just listened to pike street by blooper i know man it's been so much fun having <laughs> this spent this time with you oh it's been good i'm gonna miss you i'm going to miss you guys too really from the bottom of my heart how are you gonna live without us in in uh at that seattle place it's gonna be touch and go i mean let's for the record i'm staying in tacoma i'm riding the i'm riding the sounder so i won't be leaving tacoma but i will be bridge now. and tunnel motherfucker <laughs> that's right my hour on my free wi-fi on the sounder but uh, it'll be good um so i'm sad there there's some sadness leaving you guys but i'm also happy um because, I doubt I, that. because i'm leaving you guys so that explains all of the tears that you're crying <laughs> mixed emotions yeah, i gotta be emotions. honest uh-huh. mixed emotions mainly high some low mm-hmm. um but i know That's you guys exciting. yeah i know you guys will carry on without me and be and strong congratulations Thank yes you. congratulations you deserve it Thank yes. you. this will be good um Continued luck with Volcano Radio. I'm, I'm sure you guys will knock it out of the park, whatever happens next uh-huh. season. Uh-huh. Uh, if there is a new mat, uh, just always remember the old mat, please. Yeah. Yeah, no, not going to do it. No, I no. think so. Cool. Um, so are we going out on some music, Adam? Yeah, let's let's hear Clouded Dreams by, by Bandolier. And bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Bye. We love bye, you. Matt. We love you, Matt. <laughs>